Welcome back to another episode of Limbless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Rai, and today we have a treat, guys. We have the famous Dr. Andy Garrett. Andy is a clinical psychologist. He's a transformational mindset coach, but I am super thrilled to have him on the podcast because he's the world's leading authority on identity. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources as well as Access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Identity. Vic, what are you talking about? Why do we need to talk about identity? Guys, identity is everything. Either it's a jailer or it's a counselor. You decide. So, Andy, welcome to the show. Let's go. Awesome. How are you? Super excited to be here. Um, love already where this is starting off. So um, yeah, just excited to have this conversation with you. Let, let's let's start with this. Where in the heck in the world are you? Are you, are we doing this podcast from? I'm in DC, and you are. Well, you're getting ready to fly out to about an hour away from where I'm at. So I'm in Orange County, uh, Newport Beach, uh, California. Okay. Um, yeah, and right here on on the coast, the the beach. My office. I don't have an ocean view, but like if you just peek slightly out. Um, the ocean's right outside my office. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, um, you know, you're known for a lot of different things, but before we talk about what you're known for and, you know, why you're a world authority on, on, on things such as um, authentic, authenticity and identity and things like that, and your true life blueprint, let's talk about your origin story. Yeah. Uh, how did you become this, this, this sort of the super psychologist, if you will? Well, you know, as, as probably is the case a little too often, some of it came out of my own brokenness, right? So I had a, not a super stable upbringing uh, as a kid. Um, and I just struggled trying to make sense out of the emotions that I was feeling, didn't have framework or tools to do that. So it came out in kind of self-destructive ways. I was fortunate to have some really amazing therapists that came into my life, uh, starting kind of around high school, and then someone that continues to be a mentor for me uh, in early adulthood. And so having their influence on me to help me start to understand how to stop torturing myself, right? I mean, I was just at war with myself. I had all these emotions that were coming out. I felt ashamed of the emotions. Uh, my identity was just, uh, was in a complete, it was, it was really wrapped up in shame. I felt deeply inadequate. Um, so 
when I started to go to school, I realized that there was two things that I was really good at. I double majored in English and psychology. Um, I didn't really see a pathway with English to a career that seemed interesting and being a perfectionist. Well, I think I'm a good writer. It's very painful to write. Um, the idea of helping people, I think people just always naturally seem to open up to me. So even in high school, right, these star football players and these popular kids who seemed like they had it all, you know, they would then, you know, come to me and they would share things. And I think I've always had this ability to suspend judgment, right, to, to kind of refrain and be able to create an open environment of curiosity to just really understand what makes people work. So people have always felt very comfortable in sharing things. And I think I recognize how sacred and how powerful that is at an early age. So when all of a sudden I was able to start developing tools to know what to do with that information and how to help turn that into transformation and help people to break through uh, limiting beliefs and to create uh, authentic identity, well, all of a sudden that started to get really fun. Uh, and it started with myself. I'll just say real briefly. So therapy helped me to get, if you think of well-being existing on a spectrum from a minus 10 to a plus 10, um, I think therapy helped me to get where I was maybe at minus seven to minus five. It helped me to get from a minus two to a plus two, right? So I was, I was in a much better place, but I didn't know how to really get to consistently into the far right-hand kind of plus side, right? Where I was operating at a plus six to a plus eight with consistency. But I noticed a few people in my life, my grandpa being the, the primary one who had a, a huge influence on me. Um, his name's Carl Karcher. He started Carl's Jr. So he's a hugely successful businessman, started a, a fast food uh, you know, uh, restaurant chain. But more importantly, I knew who he was. I spent thousands of hours with him and I saw how committed he was to loving his family. Right? He had this holistic sense of success. He was an incredibly happy man. Oftentimes when you know someone that, that is that successful, you think that their ego is massive and they need to be constantly told how great they are. Uh, he was so secure and certain in who he was, he spent the maximum amount of time pouring into other people. And so it was one of the few people in my life where was, I was able to relax and feel like I didn't have to try and perform or, or impress him. And that allowed me to relax into myself and start to figure out who I was. So I really looked at him and maybe three or four other people that I now call True North Exemplars to say, what in the world did they do that was different than I was doing? And how could I put on my psychologist hat and kind of reverse engineer that, put together uh, practical exercises that when you apply that framework, I believed would give you the same outcome. Uh, I was test patient number one on that. Uh, it completely changed when all of a sudden I got secure in who I was and had a, a very specific language for that and had a practical way to apply that on a daily basis. My experience of life and the joy I felt, the autonomy I experienced, right? Getting out of that prison and starting to expand. I think some of the language that you were using a, a minute ago. Um, absolutely exploded. And then I started to apply that uh, with the patients that I was working with, the clients that I was working with. And I've had over uh, about 700 people now go through this framework. And, and when people do the work, the, the results are incredibly consistent, right? We know what's going to come out of that. Uh, so that's been, uh, my, my of all the work I've been doing, and I've been in private practice for about 20 years, uh, this is by far the most powerful transformational work that I've ever done. And, and it's got me on fire. That's awesome. And sounds like you're living with purpose on purpose uh, and because you found your calling, if you will. And uh, it's, it's interesting how God, the world, the universe has given us these challenges and essentially it, it, it sculpted you out of the fire. And with that, you, you figured you've discovered your gift, right? You always had it, but you've discovered it. And now you're like, let's unleash this on the world and help other folks. So of the people you help, I know you help families. I know you help individuals, couples, and businesses. What's sort of the sweet spot? Really, it's for successful, driven uh, individuals. A lot of times they're entrepreneurs, CEOs, worked with quite a few physicians. 
people who are driven, right? They've got all the markers of success. They've often got, you know, a nice house. They've got the income that matches. They've reached all these goals, but somehow they feel there's empty, right? It's these kind of empty successes or victories. They're not experiencing the freedom, the happiness, the joy that they thought they would. And yet they're not sure how to get out of that cycle, right? They kind of get the golden handcuffs a lot of times. Well, I've created a lifestyle that's now dependent upon me continuing to do what I've done, uh, but I'm not finding joy in that. And so I help people to really start to drill down. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that. I want to unpack that. Um, I was one of those people, by the way, uh, where I was like, all right, I've done what I'm supposed to do. I got, became a cardiologist. Uh, I'm, you know, earning a good income. I was taking care of my family. Um, I was present with my kids, but I just had this longing for something more. And I wanted to experience a higher, better version of myself, better version of my life. I felt like I was not playing full out. I felt like uh, I was only giving half myself to the world. And what what do you do with folks like that? What do you do with doctors? And, and we're going to focus on doctors because those are the people who will happen to be listening to my podcast right now. Uh, but we also have a ton of uh, successful entrepreneurs and high income, you know, net, high network folks. But what is it that that why 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 do we get into this quandary in the first place, Doctor Garrett? Love to say so. I think the three biggest, most consistent mistakes that I tend to see people make on their desire to be successful, happy, fulfilled is, and I use the metaphor of rowing a boat. So I think the, the very, the first mistake is that they don't have a consistent sense of direction, right? There's not a clear sense of where their life is heading that has a cohesive element to it, right? So it might be that in their career, they're going in a certain direction and it might even be within that career, right? That they're constantly shifting, you know, trying on the, the new shiny thing and, and it might not have a clear sense of purpose, but their family life or their personal health, right? Might be going in a completely different direction. There's no consistent sense of where they're going. If you ever row in a boat and you're rowing with you know, one arm in one direction and then going in the opposite, the other, you, know, you might know that it has you spinning around in circles. So you feel like you're putting in a ton of effort, but you don't feel like you're really getting that much traction, right? There's kind of almost that hamster on the wheel. It's like, I keep running and running, but why do I feel like I'm not getting further? Why am I not experiencing more of the happiness and fulfillment that I want? I think your core values is a fantastic way to resolve that issue. When all of a sudden, when you really drill down, Right. And I've, I've worked with a lot of organizations and individuals, and, and I've seen sometimes they've come in like, oh, we paid a consultant a bunch of money to come in and help us with our core values. But then they'll have a list of like 25 core values. That is way too many. Right. You should really narrow it down to ideally yeah. somewhere between three and six. And so and, and those core values, if you're the leader, if you're the CEO, if you're the person that's guiding, like you need to be able to personalize, like to internalize that those values need to be consistent, not just for your business, but that's who you are in life in general, right? So there shouldn't be this kind of incoherent sense of, well, I'm showing up differently in work versus how what's important to me in this area that creates fragmentation and compartmentalization. And there are a bunch of unhealthy psychological outcomes that comes as a byproduct of that. So all of a sudden, when your values are consistent in every area of life, you've got a clear sense of where you're going of where you, you know, how to set goals, a framework for making decisions. And it allows you very easily to, to trans, uh, you know, transfer. So if I'm coming from work to home, I'm not having to shift completely like my mindset. My values are completely the same. Now, how I might manifest that when I come home with my wife and my kids might be different, but the core essence of me is always remaining intact. Does that, does that make that. sense? I love that. Yes. And you're taking people away from fragmentation. And like you mentioned, compartmentalization. 
into alignment. And it's really that alignment uh, which allows someone to reveal their true authentic inner self. Use the word true north, which I love. And you, your framework is called the True North Blueprint. But it was interesting, just as a side note for the folks, uh, I, I, I was told true north and magnetic north are different. Uh, tell, tell me more about that. Yeah, it was, as, a, as a quick side note, uh, my mom recently was like, I love your content. Uh, my friends love what you have to speak about. They watch you know, some of the things that you're on. She's like, but I was trying to tell them what you specialize in. So I was trying to explain identity and authenticity. And at a certain point, I'm like, oh, this is way too much for my mom. So then I really drilled down. I said, I help people find their true north. And it was just such a simple way of describing and it was after that that I went and I actually looked up True North and realized that True North is a physical location, right? It remains constant, same, it never changes. Magnetic North with a compass is constantly reading the electromagnetic field of the environment. So it's always shifting slightly. Now, certainly, is it reliable? Yeah. But True North and Magnetic North, I think the last time that they actually aligned was like 10, 15 years ago or something like that. And before that, it was like 100 years. I love the idea of true north because there should be a core essence of who you are that doesn't change. Yes. Right? I think too many people use that magnetic north kind of concept. It's like this kind of let me see what my environment is pulling out of me and let me react and respond to that. And that is going to be deeply uh, unfulfilling. And, and I think that's where conformity a lot of times happens because our desire to want to fit in and belong is so powerful as opposed to when we enter into an environment or we go into some place and we know with certainty and clarity who we are. Now, all of a sudden, we're able to show up and, and be able to be very intentional, and we're able to have our greatest impact, right? Because instead of reacting, we're proactively creating and building. So, Andy, I, one of the things I like to uh, use with my coaching clients is this. Uh, stop looking at the window and stop look, looking in the mirror, right? And so when we're looking out the window, we're comparing, we're, we're seeing yep. what, what the world is giving us, and we're, re, like you said, reacting. We are uh, parroting, we're mimicking, we are making sure we play within society's rules yep. um, versus having a hard look at that mirror. We may not, when we, we may not like what we see, we may like what we see, but it's us and learning to, uh, I think the two things that are lacking that are eventually create most human misery is the fact that we're not enough or, and we don't feel loved. Yeah. So yeah. And I, I, you know, I'm an armchair psychologist, you're a true psychologist, but is, is there any wisdom to some of that? Oh, there's, yeah, great wisdom, right? I think there's just a deep needing. I think that life is kind of this ideally an evolution towards becoming more loving, right? I think it's a pursuit of truth and, and moving towards kind of this embodiment of love, but we do it in our own unique way, right? Like how that comes through me is unique versus how it comes through you, right? You have a unique set of life experiences. Your values are unique to you because of, because of those life experiences, um, you know, your, your strengths and your character. And that's what's beautiful, right? When I think you start to really look in the mirror and you're able to start to give very specific language to what matters to you, to what motivates you, right? What gets you excited or your purpose and passion come from, like those things are so unique to who you are that the world really needs us operating in that place, right? If we're all operating out of that authentic uniqueness and out of that true north, all of a sudden, right, we start elevating the people around us. It's it's amazing what that does. Let's let's do this, Andy. Uh, tell me about the the conversation you had when uh, a family uh, a friend of yours said, "Hey, come come speak to a group of uh, of, of doctors." Well, tell me about that story quickly. Yeah. So I got a, a good friend who's a, a general practitioner. He's got an amazing practice. Um, love good friend. He, he asked me to come into an organization um, that he, he leads. And so there's about 150 physicians in this room. 
And I just asked them, you know, show of hands, how many of you out there are really happy and fulfilled in the work you do? And there was about maybe five maximum hands that went up. Uh, even my friend was somewhat surprised. He was one of them, but a lot of it, he and I have had discussions and he's done some of the work, right, that, that we're talking about here. Uh, but I think there's a, a lot of sense of pe people of these positions and having discussions, feeling stuck in doing work, right, that really they don't feel an intrinsic reward for. I don't know, but the, the second mistake I tend to see people make in, in, in the rowing the boat um, that will relate to this is that they are going against the stream instead of going with the flow, right? Life is hard enough as is. We don't need to make it harder for ourselves. Ideally, we are choosing to do things that we get excited about, right, that we enjoy that there's an intrinsic motivation, right? There's a sense that we autonomously choose to do it. We know that we are you know, good at it and believe we want to get better and better. And we believe it has purpose and impact. So first one was rowing the, you know, the right direction and that's uh, being in alignment. Number two was you know, being in flow versus being against nature. What's the third one? The third one's not having a good sense of what their strengths are, right? I, here, here I'll admit a little bit, I'm not an expert rower, but I'm assuming that everybody has, you know, their own muscle build and body type, that there's a unique rowing form that is probably the best leverage or use of their strength. Uh, just like in life, right? That we have a unique set of strengths, that the more we are aware of those and we play to them and we have strategies that we apply that allows us to have the greatest impact, that's where we're going to just get more out of life, right? We're going to make our journey to success and happiness easier and more rewarding. Whereas I think a lot of times it's easy. Like you said, the social comparison, I go onto social media, I see a colleague of mine who's going on his 10th vacation of the year. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, I'm not doing enough. I need to be more <laughs> like him, right? As opposed to recognizing, hey, good for him. But the way my path to that is going to have to require for me to use my strengths, right? That I have to really lean into what I'm best at. And, and again, when I have very specific strategies on how to apply those, it's amazing when you are going in a consistent direction, right? You're going with the flow as opposed to going against all this resistance having to work really hard to get motivated. And then you have nothing left, no bandwidth left at the end of the day after that, right? Versus doing things that you're intrinsically rewarded. You, you will actually perform at a higher level. You'll get more done in the day and you'll have a ton of bandwidth and margin. I see this all the time where it's like, how am I performing higher, getting more done in the day? And yet I've got more energy than I've ever had before. That's what, that's what should be. That's how life should, should be, right? When we're operating yeah. in true north. And then I, I'm going my strengths. It allows you to look up and start to recognize who's going in the same direction, right? Who do I want to get on the boat with me? That's yeah. where you really start to see your happiness, fulfillment, and satisfaction start to just build and build and build. That's awesome, man. So uh, your program is called True North. It's a it's a personal growth course. Is it automated? Is it, is it coaching? What is it? And and how can my uh, listeners and audience be part of it? Yeah, we, we do bring cohorts sometimes through it. So we'll do a, a launch and get a group to go through it. Um, we just uh, are getting ready to launch here and about another month and a half, we're kind of finalizing. Um, we have people who go through it just one-on-one -on -one with me. Uh, and then we do have a, a DIY uh, that people can go through. We've, we've had a lot of masterminds where people come through and we've got a specific kind of uh, modified version of the course that we have masterminds go through that has been incredible. Taking pe people from a place of uncertainty to a place of radical clarity, where all of a sudden they're making really confident decisions. So, um, so yeah, there's a, a few ways to be able to go through the course and the content. Um, that's, that's amazing. And, uh, uh, how can people find out more about you and, and your mission and, and, and your products and everything you're doing, man, I, I want them so, to be part of your environment and ecosystem. It's amazing what you're doing. Cause I truly believe identity is, is sort of that, uh, that, that critical 
uh, tool that if you master this one aspect of your psychology and your inner identity, your inner engineering, if you will, you're going to launch, you're going to ignite. I mean, you and I are speaking the same language. It's the engine, right? That makes things go. You can have a, a beautiful car with a great body, amazing wheels and tires, but if that engine is, is malfunctioning, right? It's not taking you in the right place. Um, ultimately it's all for show. Um, but when the identity is, is really dialed in, so I, I agree, it makes everything else go. Uh, my website is the best place for them to, to go. Um, that's ag-thrive.com. Um, mm -hmm. AG Thrive. Okay, that'll be in the, the show notes. AG Thrive. Or AG-Thrive.com. Uh, AG, AG um, your program's called True North. And um, before we let you go, uh, what's the best place where they can, they can find you? Is it the website or you have a, is there a social media handle or something else you recommend? Website. I know I'm supposed to memorize my LinkedIn um, and I don't. I, in fact, yeah. I was just told the other day. We I can put in the links. Uh, we'll, put, we'll put in the links below. Awesome. Okay, awesome. great. And um, what's your, uh, what's your, what's the impact you want to have on the world? And what's your last piece of phenomenal advice for all those people Ooh. listening? Ooh, love that. So I've got a, a one sentence purpose statement. It's actually one of the exercises in the course. I want to help as many people as I possibly can to discover their authentic identity, purpose, and community from the inside out. Um, and that's true of in my family, my friends, the work I do. I, I'm deeply passionate about that. Uh, the last piece of advice, you know, your, your identity is just built around these kind of core beliefs you have about who you are. Your reputation is kind of who, who the world knows you to be. Your identity is what you actually believe about yourself. And we develop confirmation Ooh, bias. I love that. Right. So when we start to believe that inherently I'm not worthy of this, I'm not good at relationships, you know, we look for evidence to support that belief and we delete evidence that's inconsistent with it. So it's unconsciously moving us towards these outcomes. You can change all of that. And it's easier than people realize when you, you have a good framework for how to do that. So that's awesome. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of physicians who have something called the imposter syndrome, which I know you deal with as well. So we'll have to yeah. uh, definitely bring you back on and we'll have a good discussion on that. But uh, thank you so much, Dr. Andy Garrett. Uh, again, guys, the world's leading authority on identity. This guy uh, has really mastered himself. And in doing so, he's helped other people find their true north. And so with that, uh, thank you so much, Andy, for being on the podcast, sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and your growth uh, with my listeners. And guys, Thank you again for supporting the podcast. Um, continue to uh, share with your friends. Uh, press the like, subscribe button. Uh, give us some good reviews. And until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.